Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks with Cam and Renee. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey everyone, welcome back to another season of All Turns No Breaks. It's 2018. I am Renee. She is Tam. Hey, hey, Renee. Hey, hey, Tam. How are you doing? I am doing most excellent. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am doing very, very well. Well, I think we're both doing very, very well. Well, hopefully we're doing fantastic. I don't know. Which one sounds better? Doing fantastic or doing very, very well? I like fantastic. (laughs) Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We're doing fantastic. (laughs) Yes. Renee, it's been a short off-season. I can't say it's been a long off-season because I blinked and it was over. What have you been doing during the off-season? Well, you know me, Tam. I'm always uh, just uh, that little busy bee who just doesn't seem to know how to... uh... (laughs) stop working but uh it's work 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 i mean i've been doing quite a bit of shows ever since the off season i just been just focusing on my career just doing auditions going here going there traveling you've been doing a lot of traveling too is which is amazing because we've both been doing traveling and uh i don't know about you but it's been a lot of fun well for our new listeners because hopefully it's a new season and we have some new listeners renee is a worldwide comedian you can catch him pretty much in any town all over the usa some international stuff hopefully more so some tv stuff will be happening this year as well and for me you know i'm just an international player baby i don't know what else to tell you guys but no (laughs) seriously renee's referring to my international travel Most of you guys may or may not know, I write for some other outlets. I cover NASCAR, so this is almost like a full-time situation for me, even though I I have a full-time situation. So Mm -hmm. what I decided to do was, I was like, you know what? I need to take a true vacation before I head down to Daytona. I'm actually recording this show right now from my hotel in Daytona, so just as a side note. but. I took a trip. I went throughout Southeast Asia. I was in Singapore, Malaysia, Hmm. Bangkok, where else? PP Islands. I was pretty much getting my travel on. And then I came back to the United States, home to Los Angeles, stayed home for, what, five days and then jumped on a plane and came to Daytona. Oh, and you know what? One thing I want to say, speaking of Bangkok, why was... Our friend Renee hanging out with Mr. Chow from <laughs> The Hangover. That's right. I, literally, while I was in Bangkok, he was hanging out with Mr. Chow. You guys can catch that video. It's posted on our Twitter account. Oh, and you know what? Let's get some housekeeping out the way right now. Yes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram as well as Twitter and Facebook. You can find us by searching Turns No Breaks. Or all turns no breaks. Our handles, our usernames, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. are turns no breaks. But as you guys know, you're listening to all turns no breaks, which you can find on Apple Music because it's no longer called iTunes. Now it's called Apple Music. Right. You can find us on Google Play. You know, that's kind of strange. Why do they call it Apple Music when in fact 
you can listen to podcasts. But okay, <laughs> get it back to the <laughs> program. So you can find us on Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts, whether you listen on your iPhone or on Android. So now that we have some housekeeping out the way, Renee, you ready to talk some NASCAR? I'm ready to do it. Let's talk. I feel like it's been forever. I know. Renee, how you doing? I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it seems like really like yesterday, like we were just praising how Martin Truex had a wonderful season. I mean, it's really, really crazy. I mean, it seems long. I mean, it has been, but it, it hasn't. I don't know. Maybe because me and you, because of what we do, it really seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it seems long, but it seems like yesterday. I'm, I'm just a little confused. Okay, so let's kind of jump into, I don't know. This won't be a typical show because this is really just a pre-show to Daytona. Like starting next week, we're going all the way in. So I guess we should just kind of talk about what's been going on and give our predictions and kind of let it, it marinate. And let you guys get your mind right for next week. Because next week after Daytona is when it's going to all go down. Let's see. Okay. Alex Bowman is in the number 88. Yep. No Dale Jr. Nope. Danica's last ride. No Matt Kenseth. Bubba Wallace and William Byron are in cup cars for the first time. Oh, my God. It's a lot to talk about. I guess we should start by talking about... How about that Alex Bowman? How about that Alex Bowman? Showing up and showing out in Daytona qualifying. I mean, first race of the season. I mean, and you just automatically just grab the pole like that. I mean, this kid just coming in like he'd been racing for 20 years. (laughs) Well, you know, it's something to be said about those simulators because he really has been in the simulator for the last year. Yeah. Tim, this really takes me back to when we got to interview him, you know, a year ago, and we talked about just how well-rounded this kid was, you know. I mean, I think we both agreed we knew he was going to be a star, but I mean, to come out right out the gate in Daytona and catch the pole, that's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And uh, Danica's last ride. Yep. Coming back for her last, it's just kind of odd. It's a great way to go out doing the double, which is for her is going to be the Danica double, Daytona 500, as well as the Indy 500. But it's great, you know, to see GoDaddy came back to kind of support her. And And her man is coming out to support her. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to go there just on a little bit of gossip. (laughs) You know, you just leave NASCAR and go get you a baller as in Aaron Rodgers. How about that? Jeez, no kidding. I'm like, yeah, I I heard whispers that he was at the track, but I heard somebody saying something about he was at the gym or something. But apparently he is in Daytona. I don't know. I'm not one to gossip. I just heard somebody talking about it in the media center. And I was ear hustling, doing what I do best. Right, right, right. What are they talking about? (laughs) But nonetheless, I'll let you guys know. I like that. Yeah, I'll let you guys know if I see him at the track. Okay, we got to talk about Bubba Wallace because I feel like it's the year of the Bubba. Yeah. You like that, huh? The year I of the do. Bubba? Year of the Bubba. Know. I like that. The Bubba. I said it's Bubba. That, that I new guess Chinese I meant new to year, say right? Bubba. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's going to be an exciting. It, it is an exciting time for this young man. I mean, you're doing your first Daytona 500. 
you're rolling with the king, Richard Petty. You know, he's actually doing a Facebook live show. So all the cameras are following him all around. He has a lot going on. And it is, I mean, he's been in the media center. Today, we're recording the show, I believe, what is today, Friday? Yes. So, and this is, again, a show that we're recording prior to the Daytona 500. I believe I've seen Bubba in the media center already two or three times doing little mini press conferences announcing certain things. And, of course, we just had media day, which, oh, my God, I can go on and on about media day. There was some really good quotes. There was some really good conversations. I will tell you, my man Clint Boyer, you guys know how I feel about Clint. And for our new listeners, I love me some Clint Boyer. Clint (laughs) was the best in terms of personality. He let it all hang out as always when he showed up for media day. But I will tell you, Kyle Bush gave my boy Clint a run for his money because he didn't hold back. In fact, I felt that Kyle actually got a little chip on his shoulder about this whole young driver versus old driver situation that's going on. And I don't mean to use the word old. I should say veteran driver. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He he mentioned something. Somebody asked him a question and he pretty much spent the question or spent his answer into low key being upset that he's not in that fantasy commercial the one that um, is circulating where there's some little girl and she's like talking to the drivers and she was like, okay, I'm picking you this week and picking you this week to be on my fantasy team. Clearly, Rowdy, Kyle Bush felt some type of way about not even being in the commercial, let alone being picked. Yeah. But, okay. I think <laughs> we'll you know leave what? that. I think that that's something real quick. I can say that that's got to be something that Kyle Bush probably just does in general. He'll find any little thing to motivate him. And if it's anything even just as simple as that, like a commercial that he's not in, that's Kyle Bush. He'll find something to motivate himself. Okay, well, I like me some Kyle Bush because Kyle Bush brings it. I know everybody hates this guy, but I'm like, how can you hate somebody that's so motivated that will tell you exactly how they feel? Like sometimes I feel people hate honesty. I am very much a Kyle Bush type of person where I will tell you how I feel. But I, I'm not ruthless, but, you know. Okay, again, for our new listeners, you don't know who we are and how we get down. But the more you listen to this show, you will find out that Tam, as in Tam Bam, because some people call me Tam Bam, Tam will tell you how she really feels yep. about everything. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. I just have to put no that holds out there. bars. <laughs> yes. Okay. What else is going on? Oh, William Byron. I mentioned him. And again, there are so many storylines. So much has happened during the off season. So much is going on currently. But again, we just kind of wanted to put it out there that we are back. So this is somewhat of a pre-show before the real show, which will go down after the Daytona 500. Right. So with that being said, going back to William Byron, new kid on the block, it seems like a lot of people in media was very interested in him telling his story. Not that people weren't interested in Chase Elliott, and we'll talk about Chase in a minute, but William Byron got a lot of attention at media day. Yeah. You know, I don't know, maybe it's, well, he is the reigning Xfinity champ. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think the attention is well-deserved, Tam, to be honest. I mean, here he is. He's the Xfinity champion. He comes in, and now he's, you know, in the, the Sprint Cup. I mean, like, who is this kid? Like, you know, what? like, is he going to uh, let that spill over into where he's at now? I mean, it's possible because all of these young drivers, I mean, which goes back to another thing that I think Kyle Busch really just uses to his advantage and his motivation. You know, like all these young drivers coming in. Well, hold on a second. You know, we're still here too, which I still love the fact that there's a little bit of both of the young drivers and the older drivers. So I do like that. But um, I mean, William Byron, you know, a little well-deserved, you know, attention. And uh, just let's see how he does. Let's see how this whole thing unfolds. Well, so far, what we're learning is, is that that Hendrick Motor Squad, they're stacked. I mean, they have Jimmy Johnson, Mr. Seven Time. And then you have the addition of William Byron and you have Chase Elliott and you have Alex Bowman. And it's like, okay, I think there's chess and there's checkers. Right. Mr. Hendrick, Mr. H, he kind of played some chess and really strategically moved his men around and moved things around and put things in place. And their future is looking really, really bright. Yeah. And I bring that up because I really wanted to talk about Chase Elliott. You know, Chase, we just had the duels. Chase Elliott went out there and showed out. You know, he was on the pole for consecutive years for the Daytona 500. He's not on the pole this year because his teammate, Alex Bowman, went out. You know, he showed us that he's here to contend. But Chase he said, okay, I'm not on the pole this year, but guess what? I'm about to win this duel, which is great because it put him in position. And I'll go over the starting lineup for the right. Daytona 500 in a second. But Chase, you know, I'm pretty impressed. I really, really am impressed. I think this is the year that Chase Elliott wins the race. You know, I yeah. don't know. I mean, because the duels don't really I technically agree, count, but mm -hmm. you think he's going to win a race? Yeah, I've got high hopes for Chase Elliott this year. And uh, I mean, I don't see this kid remotely going back to last year where he could have won a handful of races and then just came up short. I don't see that at all this year. I see Chase Elliott taking the next level and getting over that uh, hump in the road that he needs to get over. And he, I see this kid winning a few races this year. Well, he's off to a good start. And speaking of the duels really quick, I'm not going to run down everything. I'll just give you the top three. So for duel number one, that was actually won by Ryan Blaney, who we haven't even begun to talk about. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Next episode, we'll go in. But Ryan Blaney won duel number one, followed by Joy Logano, and Bubba Wallace came in third place. I mean... Hey, this is not a bad way to start your first cup season. Right. Okay. So, and for duel number two, Chase Elliott held off Kevin Harvick and Eric Jones was in the mix. Eric Jones came in third. I know I said I was going to read off the top three, but you know what? My man Clint Boyer came in fourth <laughs> in the duel. So, hey, there you have it. You know, let's not count out Clint. There's so much attention on the young drivers, but I kind of, I don't know. I think this may be the season for the veteran drivers, but we'll see. Yeah. So with that being said, 
Let's talk a little bit about Daytona and we'll give you our predictions and then we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So what we have for Daytona, for Daytona 500, we have had the qualifying. And as you guys know, qualifying gives us the top two people who will run one and two who will, you know, run from the first row. And then the duels pretty much gives us the order of everyone else. So Alex Bowman is on the pole. Denny Hamlin had the second fastest time in qualifying. So they're going to line up one, two. Because the way duel one and duel two went down, that leaves us with the rest of the field lining up as follows. Blaney is third. Chase Elliott is fourth. Joy Logano is fifth. Kevin Harvick, six. Bubba Wallace, seven. Air Jones, eight. Ricky Stenhouse is mixing it up again at mm -hmm. the restrictor plate track, as in Daytona. He's in ninth, and my man Clint Boyer's in tenth. And I could read all 40 drivers, but you guys can Google that. <laughs> right. Okay, so that is our top 10 starting lineup for Daytona 500. With that being said, I don't know. Should we just jump into some predictions? Oh, well, before we get into predictions, just some other little isolated news. Just to recap that if you missed any of that. So Academy Award winning Charlize Theron will be at Daytona 500. She's our official starter for the race. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be there given the command. And Peyton Manning is going to drive the pace car. Oh, wow. How about that? Should be interesting. A star-studded lineup. And, you know, st the stars, are they always come out for the Daytona 500. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is always going to be there. You know what I mean? I mean, you want to talk about celebrities. They just come out the woodwork, don't they, Tam? I mean, they just it's like a who's who. The celebrities, they love the Daytona 500. You predicted it. It will be a star-studded lineup. I mean, there will be some celebrities, some athletes, and, of course, there will be your girl Tam in the house. Then That's I think right. I fall somewhere between a celebrity. <laughs> well, technically I am an athlete, but hey, there you, know you go. See there, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell okay. you this: I wanted just to tell our listeners real quick that uh, I really do sometimes kind of envy the fact that when you get to go and cover the races, are and when I can't go and cover the races together, because I really do enjoy the time that both of us get to cover these races. But I want our listeners to know how grueling it is, though, when we have to cover it and we're actually there because it's several days and you're up all morning. You're there to the end of the race. It is a very, very long day. And I know you got to be pooped in halfway through the middle of your day. But thank you for being out there, Tam. And uh, I know it's a grueling process that people usually don't know. Oh, well, thanks, Renee. Miss you. I wish you were here last Last year, we were here together, but that's okay. We have Fontana coming up. We have Las Vegas. So we'll do the West Coast swing together. Yes, we will. Because we need Renee. Like, here's the thing. And again, our old listeners are, I don't like to use the word old. Our veteran listeners already know, you know what? Tam talks. I can talk. It is what it is. But what a lot of people don't get a chance to really witness is Renee's personality. So this year... I am making a prediction and I'm making a commitment. Renee and I will do more on camera stuff starting next week. We'll try to give you guys a little bit more of Renee because Renee's funny. You know, we, <laughs> again, you guys need more Renee. 
Yeah. Not that you, you don't go. need more of me, but you need <laughs> to see Renee's personality. So I'm going to get this guy on camera so you can really see Renee in action. Since we're talking about predictions and commitments and all that, let's commit to our Daytona 500 picks. I guess it's that time of the show. It's Renee's favorite time of the show. Yes, it is. It's called predictions. <laughs> okay, Renee, who you got? It's time for Tam and Renee's race predictions. All right. Well, Tam, I try to look back and see what we did at the end of the year and how uh, the whole predictions process, you know, how we started doing all of that. And Martin Truex Jr. really was just, got. he was just so dominant that it was hard not to predict him in not just the re the regular races itself, but even in the chase at the end of the season. This year, I'm going to go out on a limb real quick because last year, you know, Kurt Busch came out of nowhere and won the Daytona 500, which like literally surprised everybody. So, I mean, anything can happen in the Daytona 500 or any race for that matter. But at the start of the season, the very first race, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to go with a veteran. I'm going to go with a veteran because I think there's going to be a veteran that's going to just He's going to come to the forefront and he's going to go, whoa, I understand the millennials are coming out and I understand these young drivers are who they are and who they say that they want to be. But I want to make a statement and let everybody know that we are still here. So with that being said, I'll be honest with you, Tam, I'm going with Kyle Busch as your winner of the Daytona 500. I'm going with Kyle Busch. That is my pick and I'm sticking to it. Renee, if you could see the smile on my face, you would smile back at me. <laughs> Man, I was sitting there listening to you like, this is why me and Renee do this show together. <laughs> Before I even tell you my thoughts, let me do what I do best every episode and that's give you a little bit of history. I am going to give you the past 10 winners at Daytona. So, as Renee just stated, Kurt Busch came out of no place in 2017 and won the Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin won in 2016, 2015, Joey Logano, 2014, Dale Jr., 2013, Jimmy Johnson, 2012, Matt Kenseth, 2011, Trevor Bain. You know, we hardly Trevor ever say that guy's Bain. name on this show. Oh, yeah, Mr. But guy. Trevor Bain one in 2011 in 2010 it was jamie mcmurray 2009 matt kenseth and 2008 was ryan newman mm. wow how about that right you know i i feel bad i, I feel like you know what I, I, ryan newman's gonna win a race this year yeah yeah so before i even go on there's so much i want to talk about i can't even get it out let me get to what Renee was saying. Again, I was sitting there all smiles listening to Renee because I was like, oh, my God, I just kept thinking it is going to be the year of the veteran. I do think the young guys are going to show up and show out, as I always say. But I feel like the veterans now have motivation and have somewhat a chip on their shoulder. So I really, truly believe that the veterans are going to get down with the get down. <laughs> as the old folks would say this year <laughs> and believe it or not right before Renee gave his prediction I wrote down Kyle B as in Kyle Bush not Kyle Larson but Kyle Bush I think he is going to win the Daytona 500 wow so which means, as Renee which, which usually means says I need to go to Vegas and put some money on Kyle Bush <laughs> 
I don't know. I just got a feeling his brother won last year and Kyle Bush is not the one to be upstaged. And he feels as if he's being upstaged by the young guys. And I believe there was some kind of drama with him and Ryan Blaney as well, which whatever. I remember that. Kyle Bush. I mean, you know what though? If our new rivalries, if you kind of think about it, you have Chase and Denny Hamlin. Mm Mm-hmm. They have a little drama, and I think that's going to carry over to this year because Chase has some type of attitude. I can't pinpoint it. Talk to me next week or the week after. I'll let you guys know how I feel. But Chase has some type of little attitude going on, and I'm not saying it's a good or a bad attitude, but there's something different about him that I notice. Even the right. way he's answering a lot of questions, he there's something going on. So I do think their drama on track is going to continue. I feel as if Ryan Blaney has a target on his back in regards to the veteran drivers. You know, Blaney is the one driver that's getting a lot of publicity. And again, he does the things that the veteran drivers don't want to do in terms of marketing and promotion and press. So he's getting a little bit more shine. So I have to say, I see Blaney having some type of rivalry with a veteran. And I do feel as if, it's not like a real thing, but there's been a some minor little under-the-radar dust-ups between Kyle Larson and Jimmy Johnson where they've gotten into each other on the track. Right. And I kind of see that, you know, maybe something going on with that as well. But neither one of those guys, they're too professional. Jimmy, as we already know, I've said it before, Jimmy's a lover, not a fighter. So right. nothing's going to really manifest with that, but we'll see. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, race fans, with that being said, those are our predictions, and we are sticking to them. That is correct. we'll see you next week. Yes, thank you very much for listening. And uh, listen, I hope everybody has a good week. And I know it was a short episode this week, but listen, we're going to be back here next week, and we're going to really do some talking of NASCAR after the Daytona 500. And, Tim, I wish you all the best there this weekend, and I know it's tough. But uh, we can't wait to watch you on our social media, which, by the way, listeners, veteran and new listeners, please, uh, like Tam said at the beginning of the podcast, go in now, find us on our social media, at Turns No Breaks across the board on the Twitter. You can uh, find us on Instagram, at Turns No Breaks as well. Hit us up on our Facebook, please. Follow us on Facebook. And you can uh, listen to us on Apple. Is it Apple Music now, you said? I don't, I, I don't ever understand why they, they, you're right. Why did they change that? Well, like Renee said, you can find us on Apple Music. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> and for Tam and myself, thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in with Tam and Renee. 